morning. What what hour is it? Uh, I don't know. I'm delirious at this point. Pick so. me. I definitely am too. So welcome back to the podcast-a-thon. It is uh, 2 a.m. here in Pacific time zone. And they say, you know who your friends are because they're the people who will not only be on your show at 2 o'clock in the morning, but will come down to the studio. So can I introduce you to my best friends, <laughs> Bob DeMarco and Trisha Allen from Ability Life Solutions. They're going to be here with us this hour talking about about all things, but especially Ability Life Solutions. I want to say that you guys can be writing in. Wasn't that last hour amazing, first of all? Uh, so, so good. Um, we're just uh, so glad that so many people have participated in this podcast-a-thon. But I want to remind everybody that you can be writing in your questions right now for Bob and Trisha, uh, or if you want to know how I have managed to stay awake this long. Uh, I don't know I don't know how. Um, but you can write in right now to us on Facebook. YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. We are live on all of those platforms. We are at a very interesting mark right now. This is our 36. We started, when we started planning this podcast-a-thon, we said that we were going to do 44 hours because the CDC prevalence number was one in 44. And we were aware of the fact, we had been given a heads up that the number was going to change before this date. But, you know, you have to make a plan. And we had sort of been given the heads up that I don't, I think we were, we were it was hinted that it might go the other way by one hour, it might go down one hour, that it wasn't going to be big no matter what, was kind of what we, the skinny that we had heard on the street. And then, of course, last week, the number came out that it was 1 in 36. And, of course, we've all had emotions about it. I can't wait to hear from you guys. But one of the things that has really torn my ticket the most when people's response to it has been, well, 44 and 36, very similar. It's almost no difference. So don't lose your mind about it. There's almost no difference. We had committed from the beginning that we were going to do 44 hours no matter what. But I said, when we get to hour 36, I'm just going to point out that 36 is not the same as 44. We have many more hours of programming to do. And and if you think about how many more hours of programming we have to do and you think about how many lives that affects, not only the individual that's on the spectrum, but all the people who love them. Right. It's no small thing, this change from 1 in 44 to 1 in 36. So in any case, we are at hour 36, so I'm going to bring that up from time to time. I am also going to tell you that we have been doing a fundraiser uh, during our uh, Autism Live segments this week. We are raising money for iPads, for grants for iPads for Autism Care Today. That is Dr. Doreen Grampiche's charity that she founded. They get so many grant requests for iPads mm. to be used as functional communication, AAC devices. So we decided we wanted to raise some money for that. Our goal is $5,000, and we have said that if we reach $5,000 by 10 o'clock tomorrow, there's only a few hours left, kids. By by then, by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, then we already have the clippers. Uh, Dr. Grampiche is going to shave my head bald. Awesome. I'm going to look. I'm, I'm going to look like your twin. Okay. And um, and she will do that live on the air. But we need to raise some money. So check your couch cushions. Every okay. amount will help towards that. And and remember, the shaving the head is just the fun, right? right? You know, it's just the silliness. What it is is giving real people, children, teens, and adults, the ability to communicate their needs. And we have a poster out in the lobby that says. Uh, the right, it's uh, the be, being able to communicate is a right, 
not a privilege. Mm -hmm. And we, we owe it to ourselves and to our fellow hum human beings to help support people who need other things in order to communicate. Absolutely. So, uh, so please give what you can, only what you can and not more. So welcome. Thank you. We would like to donate from Ability Life Solutions. Aww. $200 to wow. her. Wow. Yes. Thank you so. very much. We will gleefully take that. <laughs> and I can't wait to towards. see. Yep. Yes, it <laughs> just, certainly One is. clip That's closer. Amazing. We, yep. We want to we wanna see you. that head shaved. Well, and, you, and so you shall. Uh, thank you Excellent. very much. That mm -hmm. is, You guys are always so generous. Uh, maybe we should start by telling people, in case we have new audience members who don't know what Ability Life Solutions is and they don't know the two of you and why this is your thing, let's give them the, the 411 on that, shall we? Okay. Um, AbilityLifeSolutions.com is our website, uh, and it's a free resource website. Um, it's video-based, so you can go on and see hundreds of videos. There's a lot of videos that we pulled of yours and yeah. all subject matters of things that you've covered over the years. Um, so anything from getting a diagnosis to therapies to getting an adult diagnosis mm -hmm. to navigating the educational system, we cover a lot of stuff in there. Then we also have um, a res uh, resource links for all over the world. We have we're six, global. We're yeah. global. So we have 6,000 links in tens of countries. So there's, yeah. and it's growing, growing, growing every day. Uh, I think the last time we were on here, we were at 3,000 or something. Now we're at 6,000 wow. links. So, wow. um, so it's growing. Um, and they're constantly being updated as well. So we mm -hmm. pull all the dead ones and put the new ones in, and anybody yeah. who's not on there could be on there. You know, we don't have competition. Yeah. We just yeah. want to get as many resources out there as possible. Yeah, Amazing. every and anything that helps, everything is is a go. So, uh, and we're also um, uploading, starting to upload all of our videos, which there's over 400 mirrored in Spanish. So we found. Um, Spanish videos that were our original Spanish, not just dubbed or right. um, you know closed captioned or whatever. Um, so the whole Latin community will be able to have wow. access to this too. And we found that that there's a huge need. I mean, there's yeah. like no resources yeah. in Mexico. Very little. It's really really tough for the for the the um, Latin community. Yeah. And I was, uh, last year I was in Colombia and got to meet with some of the people that head up all of their um, resources and their services for, for uh, Colombia. I was in Bogota and they were going through our site and we were looking at what they had mm -hmm. and they were like, please, you know, Trend. do this yes. in Spanish. Yes. So we're working on that right now. That's so. amazing. Yeah. We used to do uh, a program called Autismo y Familia and we've gone through two different hosts because, you know, having somebody who has the facility to not only speak Spanish but handle the terms, mm -hmm. is, it's a hard thing. That it's is. a very hard thing. And uh, they don't just grow on trees. But I applaud you for that because the need is so, so very great. Yeah. One of my favorite days ever was that the, the gentleman, Juan Ronderos, uh, he was hosting for a while and he was getting ready to do a segment and uh, Temple Grandin called me. 
And, and I said, hey, what are you doing right now? <laughs> and, and she said, why? And I said, because I'm here with this gentleman who's about to do a program in Spanish. How about we do a program and he, you know, he's there and, you know, we'll, we'll double translate. And it was amazing, right? Um, and I don't think we'd never done anything like that before. So it was absolutely, and she was thrilled. She was like, oh, this is great. We're doing real-time translation. Uh, so I applaud you. I, I don't have the current bandwidth to do that. So thank you for... Um, uh, we really, we really don't have the bandwidth either. We're just like <laughs> ma- we're maxed out in everything we're trying to do. Right. Um, you know, as you get older and you have these bucket list things that you want to do, it's uh, um, time just becomes so precious, and um, there's not enough time. No. And I no. wish I had started this when I was twenty. Right. You know. But, but that wasn't your story because you no. were doing other things at 20. Tell mm-hmm. them a little bit about what your life was like before you decided to do this. Yeah, I was a starving musician, and then I fell into a great gig doing uh, building music libraries for Paramount Domestic TV. So we started at the time of the OJ trial, wow. doing music for hard copy. So it was very salacious and very, um, very exciting. And um, so that was, and I did that for just about 20 years. And my son Dominic was diagnosed in 2006 mm-hmm. on the spectrum. And that changed everything, of course. Right. Right. Everything. So by 2011, uh, I was kind of retired from, I had a, sort of had enough and uh, retired from doing television music and started learning about autism and getting more into that and volunteering and then of course met Jason and Garth from yes. Spec Labs yes. in 2015 and my studio became Spec Labs North. <laughs> so uh, we did uh, all their early albums were done there and That's it was amazing. just a blast. Um, and as I we got more into it and I met Trisha who has 20 years of experience working in the nonprofit sector. Um, she can talk about that and the different things, different places she worked. Yeah, I've uh, I started at New Horizons in San Fernando Valley, and I've been in it over 23 years. I've been in nonprofits for over 30 years, yeah. and I just I love the community. It's just being of service and giving. And I've been a job coach, program manager for supported employment. My heart is definitely with employment for the guys. Um, I just I've been a day program manager. I help flip programs over and just making sure that people are getting being heard and getting what they want, you know. Learned all about person-centered planning and self-advocacy and self-determination and yeah. people getting to make choices, which is like so important that they get to make those choices. Yeah, it seems like it should be a duh, right? Yeah. But but it isn't. And I'm so glad that we're finally getting there where it's becoming a yeah, because maybe in ten years we'll go duh. Uh, which is what it needs to be. So, okay, great. So you're both on these paths, but then how did Ability Life Solutions come about? And 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 you guys are growing it too. It's almost like sometimes there are so many things to talk about. I'm so glad we have an hour because there are so many things to talk about. I don't think we ever get to the whole thing. So right. talk well, to us about the mission. Well, at f- the first thing I started was Ability Productions. Because I wanted to do this documentary, and I was on your show talking about it, and where it still needs to be finished. It's one this of those. Is the one about the microphone mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, right? David okay. Royer, who is a microphone designer, and he um, he won a technical Grammy in 2013 for his designs, and his microphones are 
all over the world in every studio. Everybody from Willie Nelson to Itzhak Perlman uses these microphones. Uh, he changed the whole recording industry with his microphones. And there were some uh, friends of his that were business people in the music industry, and they saw his brilliance. But he was working, repairing radios and different yeah. things, and basically helped him to start his business. Because he identifies as being on the spectrum. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Absolutely. And um, he, there was no way he would have been able to start his own business without yeah. supports. And these guys came in and, and they loved David. They were, you know, they'd known him for years. Yeah. They had worked with him in different capacities of him building things for their companies. And they, they just decided to start this company with him. Yeah. He, he, he was very much interested, but didn't have the, yeah. you know, it just wasn't his, his wheelhouse to start a company. And, and thank God that they saw that, because otherwise he'd still be repairing radios. Right. But if you think about it, I mean, you know, Wozniak and Jobs, I mean, Jobs would never have gotten where he was without Wozniak, right? right. This is sort of a natural occurrence in life that people have a skill set and partner with somebody who has a complementary one. Right. But when it is somebody who is on the spectrum, um, it's, it's a very exciting thing because if they don't partner with those individuals, it's a nothing burger and we all lose out. Right, absolutely. And the, the amazing thing with this is these guys thought it was going to be easy. Hmm. And, you know, and I've got, we're, you know, we're putting this document. I'm actually going to finish the documentary with Spec Labs. Okay. That's kind of what like we're doing. That. And um, when, we, when we started it, because they had so many connections in the music industry with like amazing producers and engineers and everything, it became very music heavy. I see. And so, and I realized, you know, like three quarters of the way through, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is like for music heads now. We've got, um. we're so heavy. So we're going, we're now we're going back and interviewing more more people, um, just average people, because I started realizing, well, not every kid is a genius in every yeah. area, yeah. but we all, all of these uh, families can benefit from these kind of supports, even like the job supports and all yeah, that. Exactly. So I want, so we're collecting more stories now okay. of just a wide variety of people on the spectrum, not just genius you know, yeah, right. mic designers and, you know, people that are geniuses. Uh, and I thought that was really important. So we've, we're actually splitting into two documentaries, one for the music heads. Okay. Because there's so many great music interviews, and then there's going to be one that's, you know, aut yeah, okay. autism-centric. Okay. And so that's where we're at with that. Uh, but they ended up having to go into therapy. They mm -hmm. hired a therapist. And the, the head people in the company all got together with Dave once a week and they figured out how to make this company work. Wow. Because once they put David in this situation, he just, he, it was difficult for him yeah. to deal with other people working on his stuff. Everything became an issue. Communication became an issue. Mm -hmm. um, Dave wasn't regulating his his eating and he would like he would pass out wow and he would work so long and 
Yeah. So it was, there were a lot of issues that they never realized that they would have to deal with. So it was pretty fascinating. But that's the, that's the thing is with, with the proper supports, I mean, anything is possible. And even his mother, who we interviewed uh, three months before she passed away, she mm. was amazing. She raised him without his father. Wow. She was a single mom, and he had uh, t- brothers and sisters, and she just towed the line with him and, you know, held him accountable, like didn't coddle him, and you're, you're capable. You're capable. Yeah. And it, it, it made him, it just made him great, a, a great guy. And we interviewed her, and she talked about that, you know, without these supports, there would be no Royer Labs, you know, his company. So it's a, it's a fascinating thing. And, you know, we talk, you know, about this, the job situation, and the more organized we can, people can get with, Finding the right support, I mean, that's, that's everything. It is everything. And, and the thing that, that we talk about all the time is, is like a lot of these kids, um, they're kind of forced into doing jobs that they don't really like. And Everybody the, works at the grocery store. Right. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is right away, you know, like Trish says, well, they're good for a couple months. Sometimes they start off really well. They want to go work. They love that job. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's not really what they wanted to do in the first place. And there's, so. and there's so, most, you know, most people on this, the spectrum that I've come across are so transparent and honest and just, right. they're, they're so authentic right. that it's like, they're not going to put up with crap they don't want to do. Yeah. So it's really a little bit harder to find that fit. But I think, I do think we need to, you know, work harder to find the proper fit and for them because um, that's when they just, it just explodes. Right. And that's what of job course. club kind of helps, you know, job clubs kind of help get them narrow it down because you'll say, well, what days of the week do you want to go out in the rain? Do you want to go out in the yeah. heat and push carts? And by the time you narrow it down and they're into this tiny little thing of what they don't want to do. Right. So trying to find them something that they do want to do. And they, there's so many things. I've had people working at places for a law firm for 17 years. I've had people, wow. when you find them the right jobs with the right supports, it's amazing what can get done. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, th- and I think we, we need to try harder and find better ways of finding the right fit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had Temple Grandin on yesterday, and, you know, she always talks about we have to start earlier. Mm-hmm. And Joanne Laura used to say this, too, mm-hmm. you know, that, um, that, that it can't, well, I mean, you know, sometimes you get there anyway. You end up, you're, you have an 18-year-old, and they have never had it, worked anything, and they've never volunteered. But I love that Temple says, you know, they're 8, 9, 10 years old. They need to be volunteering. You send them over to the old lady's house down the street, and you say, you know, shovel her sidewalk right. or whatever, and you volunteer and you build this responsibility so that, you know, over time, Joanne always used to say that if you start 14-year-olds learning how to be interviewed, they're not going to be perfect at it. Right. But if you're starting at 14, by the time you're 18, you're better you're, at you're it. You're much right. better, yeah. So, I've, had 20, I've had 20-year-olds that didn't even know how to use a broom to sweep. And oh, yeah. so when we're doing assessments, sometimes we have to do assessments for Department of Rehabilitation, and they're just looking at the broom, and they're looking at you, and <laughs> yeah. you just you have to do the hand over hand yeah. and show them how to do it. And I'm like, well, this is something parents should start. Like you said, maybe start at 10 and 14, teach them 
how to do those simple things in life. Yeah, you know? or you can do what I do and don't teach him that and then have him start his first job at the, at Asner Center and have Nava teach him. Because uh, you know, sometimes it's easier for somebody else somebody to teach else, him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so it's not that I haven't tried to teach my son how to do a broom, but with Nava doing it, he learned it like that. With me, it was going to take seven years. I'm just going to yeah, say. Right, right. My son's brilliant, but he doesn't want to do the right. broom not for with me. Mom. Yeah. But for Nava, he would build a palace, you right. know, because uh, Nava deserves it. Uh, so, but uh, yes, it's important. We just were talking about for older kids, teens and adults, how important it is life skills. Yeah. Yes. Having those life skills for themselves, but that also makes them better for the job market as well. Right. right. So, okay. So we, you, you're going to do the documentary. Right. You're so doing the documentary. Now you're doing two documentaries, but how did that get to Ability Life Solutions? Well, when I, when I, go ahead. You want to? Uh, well, when we met, he, like you said, he had the sun on the spectrum and he couldn't find the resources. I had been a case manager, program manager, doing nothing but looking up resources for uh-huh. everybody. And of course, with regional centers, you always use generic services first and then you farm out to the other places. So when we met, we just started talking and it's just like, okay, there's two pieces of something great. We both wanted to get the resources out there, yeah. but what a better way but a website, you know, and to really go around the world and help everybody, as many people as we possibly can that was our goal and in the meantime we picked up a travel club from a friend of ours and um, we started that so we just have this big umbrella you know yeah and and we we talked about all the different things we would like to do so we we started an llc called ability of life life network listless Listless. <laughs> listless. Listless. We were talking before about how you, in my family we say that it, when when you are truly tired that you're not able to say listless. I can't even do it anymore. See, it's too and so am. instead we say, you know, I'm feeling very listless. Listless. Uh, listless. <laughs> yes. And so we are struggling to yes. get our teeth and tongue lips moving. Absolutely. Uh, the spirit is is uh, willing, but the flesh is, is going, I want to go to bed. Right. Um, so bear with us. Yeah. No, so we, we, we started uh, Ability Life Network and figured we'll just build whatever companies. We already had the Ability Productions. We have Ability Life Solutions. We started that. And then, you know, we inherited this travel club. I, I was saying before about how I inherited a dog, but how do you inherit a travel club? <laughs> Go ahead, Trish. I have a very dear friend that um, worked at New Horizons, and he was doing travel training. And the guys that are in employment wanted to go places and do things together. So it was a great little time to teach them how to travel train and go places, city walk, wherever they wanted to go. They wanted to go on cruises. And then um, they just started going and it became very big. They had about 40 members. And then I met Bob and I took him on a couple of trips. It was all special needs adults that are high functioning. You could just go, you know, do whatever, whenever, and they'd meet. And um, unfortunately, he got sick on our last trip when we went mm-hmm. to the Caribbean, and he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Uh-huh. And since I had known him for over 20 years, it was just like he had always told me, one day you're going to have to inherit this. You're going <laughs> to take it yeah. over. You know, I need somebody to run it. And luckily, you know, Bob and I was like, okay, we'll take that task with another friend of ours. And yeah. and uh, we kept it going in his honor because the guys just, that's what they love doing. And we turned it into Ability Travel Club. So you guys take 20 adults, did you say? We take anywhere from 10 to, we, we've had 15, I think, most. On cruises. You know, on cruises, yeah. On cruises, <laughs> parents not there. No. You take them with a lot of support, you guys, and additional people. It's not just the two of mm-hmm. you with 20. Uh, there's usually right. three of us. There's usually three of us, and they're pretty high-functioning adults. Okay. You know, and, and it's a wide variety of 
you know, neurodiverse disabilities. But they're all pretty high functioning and, you know, a a slight amount of wrangling in different countries. Right. Uh, You're brave. I just got to say. It it gets wacky. I wouldn't want to be in charge of anyone going to a foreign country, let alone a group of adults that need support. That yeah. sounds exhausting. <laughs> I have to be honest. We have a great time. We have though. a great we time. We really have a great time. But when I've she heard brought, stories that uh, you guys have a great time. Well, well, you know, I started when she asked me to start chaperoning. I was terrified because I was like, I'm not qualified. Right. You know, there's no way because and I didn't have when I first started. I didn't have a lot of experience with a lot of different people. Yeah. You know, with neurodiversity. So. I was scared. Yeah. You know, but by the end of the first cruise, I was like, this is awesome. These guys are. You just fall in love. It's yeah. Just, it's just, absolutely. They're, they just gravitated towards him and they're like, hey, you know, who are you? And they, well, you, you know. Are fun, Bob. Well, we, we have a lot of fun on the cruises. And these guys are, I mean, they're so funny. They're so real. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you have. And there's no filters. Right. That's the, that's the best. It it's is. the best. I mean, Neurotyp- neuro- neurotypical filtering is the most boring thing in the world. Yeah. When you get these guys on a cruise and and they're all foodies. <laughs> food is you food is like anybody. Oh my god! Ever think right? you've lost anybody? You'll find them in the food section. <laughs> and at like midnight, they're up getting pizza oh and soft gosh. serve ice cream, and they're they just they're in heaven. They're in heaven, and they're like contained on a ship yeah. for most of the time. Um, so it's. It's a panic, and it's a lot of fun, and they have a great time, and it's a great social thing for them. Yeah. Um, because of the way the cruises are set up, everybody dines a formal dinner together every yeah. night, and it's just the greatest. And, you know... We get them to try frog legs they, they, and yeah, there's oxtail. All, every and... <laughs> night they have, like, some exotic food. So it's like every morning at 9 a.m., I have, like, three or four guys Already coming asking. to us, like... What's, what's what's the exotic food? <laughs> what are we having now? Well, tonight it's it's ox tongue. Oh, I can, okay. I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna uh, have that. They're planning. And then there's always one. It's like, is there escargot tonight? Is there escargot tonight? <laughs> when are we gonna have escargot? Bob, when are we gonna have escargot? They want to go to comedy clubs. And when we get wow. off the ship, we all wear the same color shirt so that you know yeah. we wear this nice bright yellow right. so we can spot everybody. Yeah. Of course, cool. I've tried to take extra people that didn't belong to us, but <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> You're we've, ch- we've chased down some people with gold T-shirts. <laughs> I'm yelling in, at them. In the, in the Caribbean, <laughs> we've done hilarious. that for sure. We thought we, it was one of ours running away. But, I'm yelling at him, and he's yeah. coming off the bus going, I'm right here. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, uh, they, just, they just love their food. and So they have a great time. And we're, trying to ex- we're expanding it because we've sort of we've had this group, you know, that's there's about 30 or 40 in the group now. And They've been cruising for about 15 years. There's some almost, of them so. that are like like hardcore. They have like rows of pins from every cruise. and They're, they're like, platinum members. Yeah. They got their flair. Oh, yeah. And so we're kind of, we want to expand it. We want to start bringing in families. We've reached Ooh. out to uh, one of the companies. You get braver and braver by the minute. Dumber and dumber. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like we're, it's we're two just in the morning begging. all the time for yeah, us. We're, we're, <laughs> we beg for punishment from the... But we just, we see the difference it makes. Like for me, I didn't, I couldn't have imagined how much of a difference these trips make to these guys. And over COVID, we started going, uh, doing Zooms uh, twice a week. 
We do trivia, and we, they have hangouts, and we watch movies. It was movies. their only way at that time because yeah. they really don't ha- didn't have any other way. They weren't all the day programs had shut down. Everything yeah. there was yeah. no way to communicate. So Zoom was their get together time. Sure. You know? Yeah, and and so it's it's been amazing, and we do want to expand, and we're talking about bringing families and offering respite. So you have you know parents come in, we'll we'll babysit. Yeah. You know, and so we're expanding. We're talking to different people that we can bring in and yeah. finding interns and different things, people that are, you know, training in the field. Um, and we hope to to uh, start that the beginning of next year. You also have a dream. You, you feel that this uh, particular thing, going on these trips, mm-hmm. is uh, something that would be very suited to a reality television show. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I don't think yes. you're wrong. <laughs> we, we wanted to mystify that. So, And it's so nice to see somebody just come up, like our one guy couldn't have his, uh, he couldn't get his tie, and just somebody was standing there watching him struggle, and they just went up and they just showed him, you know, her husband came up and showed him how to do the tie. Everybody loves our guys. They just, yeah. they, they, they do. yeah, one, they think there's three of them on the ship because because he's just all over we've got, the We've got ship. one guy that, that <laughs> studies the layout of the ships, so uh-huh. he knows every he nook and cranny of That's the ships. Um, yeah, and if, if we get this show going, he's going to be a he's, star. He's got to be of a main course. character. He's, he's like a cartoon character. Well, Netflix, yeah. are you paying attention? Yes. Or whoever it is, <laughs> yeah. uh, because... Ability Travel Club. It would, and, yeah, it would be amazing. They're so funny. They're so much fun. They're, Karaoke is a big thing too. Oh, love we, it. we have we have one guy yeah. that just likes to go into the comedy clubs and heckle. <laughs> and we we tell this guy, it's like David, you're begging to get you know blasted because this is this is what comedians do. Exactly. Well, they know, brought him. They brought him up on the stage. He actually uh, got to oh, go I'm on stage. Sure. They put a wig on him and oh, yeah, because yeah, you know, I mean, I, I I used to do stand up, and the whole thing with a heckler, you can't let it go. You have to humiliate them. Right. You Bring know, them back I, down. Otherwise, yeah. you lose control of your audience, yeah. and then you're dead in the water. Yep. So Absolutely. he's brave. Yeah, and he loved it. He loved heckling and being. You know, blasted by he, these comedians. He got that attention. Loved it. Yeah. He loved it. Um, and then it, the karaoke ones. Uh, they're just. We would have. We would have shown that tonight. Um, that would have been great because there's one that just. Uh, one saying country. One saying uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, we we had one guy that's so timid and so meek and so you know gentle and soft and you know he's always walking around and and then he got up karaoke and. It, you know, witches gathered at their masses. And, and then like, he starts doing that, doing that this pit dance. Stuff. And then it's like, we just went nuts. And we're like, it was amazing. Awesome. And thank God we have it on video because it's part of our reels. Uh, so um, can people, if they go to your 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 site, they can find that video? Um, yes, on Facebook. Because um, I wasn't able to, to do it. They brought it with them, and we weren't able to do it because our poor machine is about on its taxed. last legs. Yeah. Taxed? Taxed I, out. I think that's the nice version of it. <laughs> it's flipping us the bird is what it's doing about this time of night because um, uh, so many hours. But uh, AbilityTravelClub.org. Okay. And, and so you can find there. out. you can find out all about taking trips and... You know, all the there's a lot of frequently asked questions. Lift, lift. So, um, yeah, so you can go on there and find out everything you need to, to find out about the trips and contact us. Um, and um, we also have um, flyers up on Ability Travel Club on Facebook. Okay. We have a Facebook page, and there's a lot of uh, all the videos are up there 
uh, from trips and a lot of pictures. And we go to Vegas twice twice a year with these guys. They just found Graveline the other oh, night Graveline when we were on tours. Zoom. So they, I don't know what that is. So Graveline tours. Graves? Yeah, well, it takes, takes you around you. Hollywood in a limousine oh. of famous oh. scenes of demise. Oh, oh, you know, oh for, murder sites. <laughs> murder <laughs> sites. So Ooh, these guys scary. are like begging us to take them on grapes. Oh. So we're we're doing that. Uh, that'll I've heard be in that July. Kind of thing in in New Orleans. You mm-hmm. know they, that they do those. I didn't know they did them in L.A. Yep. Yeah, we didn't either. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's another episode of the the reality show because oh. that that sounds like a cool thing. Yep. Uh, okay, so you know you're doing that too, but there's a much bigger vision and mission. I often feel like what what and tell me if I'm wrong. It feels like what you're trying to create is the one-stop shop. Right. Exactly. That's, and that was, that was, that's the big dream, is to have all of these little companies and eventually to have you know, consulting to where somebody could come in and say, we're just getting a diagnosis, yeah. what do we do? Yeah. And we would love to be able to, and this is our big moonshot, yes. Elon Musk type of thing. Right. Um, We've evoked Elon. Right. Elon. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Right. So is to be able to help guide a family from diagnosis all the way towards long-term care. Yeah. No matter what that is. And yeah. one of the things we're we're getting ready to launch in September is our first Ability Lifehouse. It's a pilot one that it's we want to do. It's a pilot program wow. and it's a transition house. Okay. And what do you mean by that? Um going from living at home, right, with mom and dad, right, to that intermediary step of before you're ready to, okay, you know, be Going, on your own. So, and so, how long would you ideally be in the transition house? We're Is looking a at a year, month? at year. least a year. Okay, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be a basic. Not we don't like to use the word group home. It's not a group. It's home. not. It's not a group home. It, it's really more. You would go in and. You would have job supports. Yeah. You would have nutrition. You'd learn nutrition, um, whole body health. Right. You know, exercise. You'd learn meditation. All of these things. Yeah. Something that I would have and loved to have And there's a house manager. 20. There is a house manager They'll in be the living, house. Living on. Yeah. In it's the house. just all the services provided into one house and learning Amazing. how to and learning how to live with somebody else other yeah. than your parents because then they can either match up and move into the next phase or they can go move on their own and hopefully they don't go back to their parents. Right. You know, but it gets them all the cooking, all like ILS learning and SLS, yeah. all the independent living services, all under one roof. Wow. And it's, that, it's that first that first step out without being a big step out yeah it's 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 more supported and the wow. one thing that we're we're building into it is we want to have f- like family therapy um, as they go in nice. because and have the family supported right through nice. all of this because Smart. because the one thing MPSD. we realize is you know one of the biggest struggles in these individuals leaving home are the parents yeah. that are not ready to let them go. Yeah. They, you know, we, they're the term helicopter mom and we call them smothers, but we, we all, <laughs> you know, we, the problem is, is we, we love our kids so much. I have yes. a son on the, on the spectrum and, you know, I have struggled to let him do things that I didn't think he was ready for, but yeah. he was, 
Yes. You know, yes. so that's I had a that's daughter the going thing. to college that I had trouble letting yeah. go. Right. You know, so any parent letting go is it's really difficult. So one of the prerequisites of going in one of the prerequisites <laughs> of going into this program would be we have family therapy. Yeah. So yeah, that right. you know, that the parents understand what's gonna happen and then, you know, each month you'd have you know, once a month you'd have a get together with our therapist and you know to sit down with your child and how's everything going? How yeah. are you doing, mom? How are you doing, yeah. dad? And sounds great, you guys. Know. So, how many individuals will this first house in September have? Six. And is there already a waiting list? Do you already we're, no, have we're the just we're, we're 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 you know we're in the um, application. You know, well, we're, yeah, we're just we're just sussing it out and making sure financially we can make this all work. Right. And we're we're kind of. Getting crash courses in self-determination. Well, that's what I want to talk about next because this is a big deal and not mm-hmm. everybody has this because this is a very specific thing in California. Right. Although right. we feel that, you know, and we've seen this in the past, that where California goes, if it goes well, then it goes everywhere. to other states mm-hmm. and eventually everywhere. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but but let's finish up this conversation, mm-hmm. though. You think six people, and in September, that's only a couple of months away. Right. So do you already have the location and mm-hmm. that is all? Look at you. Yeah. So there you go. Well, that's amazing. Yep. So if people are interested in that already, is there a place that they go to to sign up to be potentially one of the six if you're taking applications? We're, we're, just, we're just getting ready to launch AbilityLifeHouse.com. Okay. And that'll be up in the next couple weeks okay. so we're just laying this out and we've got a couple events that we're going to be attending one of them's uh, a health and education fair um North april Ridge. 29th in north the northridge mall okay um so we're going to be there from 11 to 3 we'll have a table set up we'll have brochures okay. for the house here's the other thing with the house yeah we want to we want to find at least one couple uh-huh that's on the spectrum. Well, you, why did you look at me that way? Because like, it's, we're, we're excited. And, because uh, we're, we're, I, know, we're, I thought it was like, are, you know, uh, picturing my husband and I. No, no, no. Uh, I, no. I thought it was like, so are you ready, no. Shannon? Are you, like, yeah, come on, Shannon. We need you to come in for six months and help out. Yeah. That's all. No, no. You can do some broadcasting for uh, me. But, but that's the, we, you know, we have some friends of ours that are adults that are couples. Yes. And they're both, in both sets of couples, they're each living at home and with love to be out on their own okay. together. So the couple, there are individuals who are on, on, on the, the spectrum, spectrum. or diverse or whatever. Right. Yes. Um, but they're, but, so they want to be able to live together. But they right. would live there with four other people. Right. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's so, pretty interesting. Yeah, there's yes. six bedrooms. Six bedrooms, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and well, and so fascinating. So we're going to try to make that, we're trying to make that happen. There's, you know, the logistics of it are a little wacky. Um, wow. But... We think it would be amazing. Well, there's a reality show. Too. There's a reality Another, show. Another, yes. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And because, like, in talking with these couples, and uh, one, of, one of the couples, they're writing blogs for us for Ability Life Solutions. Okay. Um, and we've had them on. Um, and they, they are awesome. Yeah. And we would love to be able to help them because their dream is to together I mean they, they've been a couple for almost three years wow. they like they're the greatest couple in the world awesome. and they they have before you know before this there was no they saw no way that this was going to happen in the immediate yeah. future it's just a dream so we want to try it as an experiment you know 
and see how it it works. And And, that would be a reality show because of all the things that come along with the relationships, you know, and having the therapist ready for them and guiding them through. Right. You would have have therapy, a couple that would offer couples therapy. Powerful stuff, you guys. I think it would be very cool. Very cool. Uh, Very cool. So, But you mentioned Mm self-determination because I think this is key to that. Mm Because I think in order to get there, because I can hear all the parents collectively going, and how are we paying for this? Right, exactly. And Because I don't think there's a single parent out there that can afford that. I mean, I guess there's somebody, but, you know. Yeah, the private pays, but those are far and few between. Exactly. So, Um, And and the vast majority of our families aren't that. Right. Um, But here in California, we have this thing called self-determination. It's take a lot, taken a lot of years to get it fully online, mm-hmm. but it's fully online now. But it's amazing to me how many people aren't participating in it simply because they've heard that the process is of getting is it is like crazy difficult. And that's one of the right. things that that we're working on right now. Is Trish is a is certified um, independent facilitator. Yeah. So we're we're taking meetings with people from regional center. We've yeah. been we've been having some meetings and some of the financial management services we're getting ready to you know because we would love to be able to help guide people yeah in the process of getting into the um self-determination program right. in order to get into our program. Of course. I mean, so, that only makes and, and it all work. All right? of that is part of their person-centered planning, and right. it's part of their IPP yeah. meeting, and it's part of their budgeting. Um, so there are a few steps, but it all revolves around their IPP meeting and just having what services. And the great part is that they get to make the choice of what they want and the services that they want. After using all the generic services of regional center, yeah. then they can go into and find out what other services that they can add. But for people who are new... Because you just said a whole bunch of jargon that they may not know, right? Um, so I'd like to just break it down a little bit that, you know, here in the, United, in the United States, in California, we have these regional centers. Right. And the regional centers have been a place where you could go if your child had a qualifying diagnosis. And that was a lot of hoops to jump through, let's mm-hmm. be honest there. Then there were some services, and you were, you're calling them the generic services. Correct. Sort of, you know, like we've got this and we've got this, and you had to fit yourself to it. Right. Then they started, they took the pilot out for the self-determination to see, because people said, hey, you know, if, if we're really truly going to be about individuals, then if you've got three programs, what if I don't fit into this? Or what if what I would really like, because I remember there was one young man that when, when I first started doing this, I, I was doing a radio show. And I had a bunch of interns that were um, from College of the Canyons up in Santa Clarita. And there was one young man who was an intern on my show, and he said, nobody's asked me what I would like. And he said, what I need is transportation to a job. I can get the job, but I have no transportation to get to the job. Why can't I have the money that they... He's like, they want me to go in this silly program that I don't want to do. Why can't I have the money from that to have transportation to get to my job? And if you gave me that... I remember him saying this. Um, There's the list. list. Uh, I remember him saying this, that he was like, "And, and wouldn't that be better for everyone? Because then I'll be a taxpayer. Right? And, if you're going to have logic like that. I yeah. know. And and I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and then along comes self-determination. But it's taken like a decade. But my understanding now, and, t- you know, and I've had the regional center on the show to talk about this. I still don't quite have the grasp on it, is that they will see what you're qualified for, set a funding amount, 
And and that number always sounds huge to people, but then there's the consideration of that then you have to have somebody who is the facilitator for it and they have to get paid for their services. Right. And then you can they help you to find the services that fit the lock that fits the key. Right. And then there's there's the, fu- there's the coding for all of that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, you have to have a certain like it won't pay for your rent and it won't pay for certain things. Yeah. And you have to exhaust all your generic services first so to speak and then if there's and then you kind of play with it a little bit and then you have your budget and they usually take it from the year before is my understanding and they look at what services you had before you can add on services after that so you know it's really giving them a lot more choices but But you need that person to facilitate it really doesn't work without but that takes a chunk of change out of the program but after that then you have someone who is helping you to figure out what you want to do and right. how to get into that. Right. Uh, and then you're dealing with the financial management services, yes. which are another intermediary step, you know, yeah. that you have to deal with. And it, in a perfect world, you know, and, and they're, they're, they're all, they're experimenting with this. They're still yes. and they're all debugging vendored, it. And they're all vendored through regional center. Right. You know, so they have to have their budget and they have to see what, how much you're spending and yeah, where yeah. it's going. And so. we're, and with our, with our pilot program for the Ability Lifehouse, I mean, we're kind of creating this whole like life program in yeah. supports and, I mean, we're going way outside the box. So we're going to be pushing the boundaries of what can be done with self-determination. And one of the things, like, we found out real quick that, you know, that self-determination money won't be able to be used for housing. Right. So we are offering free housing if you Love participate in our program. There you go. So we're, we're right now, you know, um, you know, just trying to figure out how the pieces fit together because we're trying to weave in and out yeah. and around um, we just want these people to get this service, and we want to, you know, help these young people uh, get out. Yeah. And and you know, yeah. One of the, th- the criticisms that I have er- this early on is the way that it's kind of sh- shaken down. Is that the right uh, conjugation of that? Is that um, people who already have support and services have found an easier way of getting their self determination, uh, which uh, is. A little, I mean, I'm yay for them, but what if, if you didn't have the support to begin with, right. how would you do that? And the other thing that's been a little bit of a mm for me is that there are families that have the means to purchase homes for their children, and then they set up services for their children in those homes, did self-determination, and they get a sizable amount of money because the regional center looks at that and goes, oh, they are living independently, and they do need services, and so they get a bunch of funding. But for families who don't have the means to set up their child in independent living, now they don't have to have the need as much support because they're providing it. They get a smaller amount from from and that's that's the whole thing. It's like there are people that have already started to understand the system like really well. Uh huh. And and what they do is they go in and they like they just load up on services for their child. And then it's like when they apply for the self determination, all of these things are in place. Right. And so we're kind of you know we want to help 
coach yes. people in that. I love that you know, about that, you. That's what we we want to. <laughs> well, we want to help. Training. You know, yeah. it's we. You know, we want to be completely above the boards and make sure we're following all of the P's yeah. and Q's that are involved with it, and not doing anything that shouldn't be done. But there are people that have understood how this system works yep. and have, you know, ridden it like a pony. Yes. All the, all the way into, you know. Yes. But, it, but if you want to do that, if you're like, it's overwhelming to me, it seems like, you know, having you guys help to consult to put this together is the easy thing. Because I, you know, it's, it's the scariest thing. Sometimes yep. the people who need the it's most services don't have the ability to put themselves mm-hmm. in the situation to do right. it. And you're saying, let us be the go Right, right. We, right. we want to, we, you know, in this first house, it's yes. a pilot program. So we're experimenting. So we're going to be vetting yeah. the, this first group. Yeah. Because ultimately, we want to be able to service as wide a range, you know, and eventually have houses for, you know, more, more impacted clients. Right. You know, and we can set up, you know, some charities and just maybe, you know, give yeah. them, um, what is it? The, um, what am I thinking of? Bob? I don't know. You know, you it's know the word. 251. I have no idea. I can't, I, I can't help you. Scholarship. You're on your own. Scholarship. We're gonna, we want scholarship. We want scholarship. We're listless. We're listless. No, no, We're listless. No, I'm going to get the T's. Don't do this to me. <laughs> scholarship. You yeah, usually fill in right. the other That's word. Right. Scholarship. We, 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 and we, and we just, we Sounds just, like. we just formed a, a nonprofit. Okay. Ability Life Charities. Because we have, because we have nothing else. But, because, you know, as we're doing this, yeah. it's at some point, hopefully before we're dead, this will all come together, <laughs> yeah, and it'll all work. Something. And because we want to do this all over the world, yeah. our our vision is to have you know these homes in every country. Wow. So eventually, we don't want to be relying on you know governmental funding in right. all these different or countries. Group homes so or... eventually, we want to find beautiful people with tons of money that want to help people on the spectrum. Yeah. And then you know, start setting these up everywhere. We want it to spread like a virus. So nobody should ever accuse you of thinking too small, ever. Well, and that's a great thing. Yeah. And why not? If you I can mean, help we, one, you can help many. Right. You know, and that's really the goal is just to help as many people live as independently, even if they still have supports outside. They're always going to have some sort of support. There's always going to be supports. We want to, that net there yeah. for right. them. And yeah. we just want to create a replicable mop. Listless. 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 Wait a minute. Are you a, a model we can replicate anywhere? There we you go. Know? And you know, some and we're we're working on that. This first house is is so much fun and it's so cool. And if we can make this fly, this would be amazing. It'd be a really amazing first step. Yeah. And there's somebody that that's sort of been helping us, uh, Denise Resnick. Okay. Do you I know, know her? Name. First, First place, place in Arizona. I, I know the name. She has a son on the She's spectrum. Been and, on PBS, and okay. and yeah. she has an amazing nonprofit that she started um, in Arizona called First Place, and it's okay. a, a sixty-three unit apartment complex. Uh-huh. It's and so cool. It's very it's my cool. dream. Yeah, we we, like- we saw that and we're like. Ooh, we, we want that. Ooh, we, want, we want that. Uh, and so we've been talking with her, and we're begging her to mentor us. Um, okay. And she's, she's been doing it since 2011. Wow. Um, and she started a resource and research um, company first to try to 
get help for her son who yeah. was, you know, severely impacted with yeah. aut- with autism. Um, and it just grew into this whole thing. And so th- the, the possibilities are there. We just have to, if not us, who? If not yeah, now, when? when? You know, well, so we might as well try. I love what Bono says. We are the people we were waiting for. And boy, that's a... That's a big eye-opener, right? Even at uh, six minutes before 3 o'clock in the morning, you go, oh, crap. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I better get that together. Well, I love that you guys are doing that, and it's absolutely amazing. And, of course, there are many more things that you want, to, services that you want to, whether it's in a, in a group or a la carte, that you want to be right. able to provide sure. to people so that, you know, everything from, uh, you know, doing the and financial and, a, and, and a, financial and, services yeah. and yeah. planning. Long-term care. Long-term yeah. care. I mean, that's, that's every parent's nightmare. It's like, what's going right. to happen to my kid after I'm gone? Of course. I mean, that's, that's, that's it. That's Years the big ago, question. I was asked if I would, could be interviewed for uh, this financial uh, paper was doing a thing about special needs parents and, and their plan for when their children, uh, you know, are here without them. And I said, sure, I'll, it's going to be a short interview, but here, <laughs> bring it. And the guy said, so what exactly is your plan? And I said, to never die. Exactly. Which is, I think, most special needs parents. That's, the like, be- well, that's, that's one of the best and only options there are. Yeah, Don't die. Never that's gonna right. Die. Never but we're starting to see people age out, you know, oh, tremendously. Even in our travel club, yeah. we have a lot of 50-year-olds. Wow. Yeah, they're aging out and always yeah. in one of those meetings. It's been my forever thing sitting in all those IPPs is what happens when you're gone. What's the plan? Yeah. Yes. And one of the things we've been talking about a lot on the show is that as much as we are afraid to talk about that, it's the very reason that we do need to talk about mm-hmm. it. I was just saying before about um, that if we start to picture, you know, it's unthinkable that we wouldn't be here. But if if we aren't here... And, and so our child is there grieving us and having to transition in the same moment. It's a recipe for disaster, and we can't allow that to happen. Right. I, I applaud and love the brave parents who have been able to say, okay, I'm going to start transitioning to them, them to their forever home mm-hmm. while I'm still alive so I can have eyeballs on it, right. and I can take you out to lunch, and I can take you out to dinner, and I can teach you and show you how to get through this challenge, right? And we're still i'm still a parent because everybody thinks oh if my child doesn't live here i'm not a parent anymore which right. is never true never right? true. always um but that helping them through the transition while we're here mm-hmm. is really the ticket right hard. exactly and, and, hard. and, and it's and, harder for us than i think for yes, them right of course. in our in our vision and and goal is to set up ability life network so that right from the beginning you you're planning financially you're Everything that can be done, no matter what budget you have, no matter what, so that, and it would be, what I wish I had was something like this, and somebody say, okay, well, here's what you do, here's what you do, you're getting through your diagnosis, here's what you do at this stage of life, here's the edge, we're going to offer education, we're going to travel. we're going to travel, you're going to do this, and then there's going to be living facilities. So when you're gone, you know where your child is going to be. And you know, I mean, that would be... And there's supports all the time. And that's that's our goal for our company, is that it's everything is taken care of. You know you have a plan. Yes. Not this random, 
I hope to God I never die thing, but a, a legitimate yeah, a plan. working plan um, so that you know your child has extended care. Yeah. And if in, in there's dorm-style living with minimal yes. supports, there's you know, moderate supports, and then there's... You know, More independent like, yeah, homes. And, yeah, the full gamut. Yep. And that's our There's goal to be able to, to be able to offer to handhold you through the whole process in one spot because there's a lot of services, but they're very scattered. Yeah. Like I found that things are not connected. You know, you can get this kind of help here, this kind of help there, but there's not a lot of communication and a lot of connectivity between yeah. these services. Right. So you're still left going, "What the hell is going on? What am I going to do?" Yeah. You know? And nobody wants to feel alone. Nobody. Do you believe that we're really out of time? How that went so fast? <laughs> it did. <laughs> that did go really we fast. Were, we were panicking when we got here. It's like uh, show them, show them the travel club. And then our twelve minutes worth of video we couldn't use. So it was right. like, oh, that's another twelve minutes. Uh, okay. Well, like you know, please. But I, you you always make it easy. You're like yes. the best. Well, I can talk to people till the cows come home, and you guys are interesting, and you're doing interesting things. Can I put one log on your fire? Sure. One of the things that I talk about all the time, because if you're truly going to go from diagnosis all the way through i say all the time i don't understand why in our country we do not have billboards that on every freeway that say you know here are the most common symptoms of autism if your child is engaging in any of these here is the 1-800 number to call to receive help and have a screening and tell the people where to go to get the diagnosis. I just do, because when people start to notice things with their child or somebody says something, they don't know who to call. Right. No. I didn't know who to call. No. They're like, who do you call? And it's not Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. and, and I'm I, there on the... Listless. Yeah, so, listless. Um, but Vulcan Mind Meld, actually. Yes, absolutely. But, um, but, and so I keep saying, I don't know who it's going to take, who's right. going to do that, but maybe it's you. I, I, we sure hope I, so. I because... like the billboard idea. <coughs> yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. talk to you um, in hour 45. We'll talk to you about... Um, <laughs> We'll talk to you about uh, the, all the numbers that. Can I tell you in hour forty-five what I plan to be doing? I, I plan to be asleep in a shower somewhere. <laughs> That's what <laughs> with I a plan. shaved head. Yes, with a shaved head. Don't forget head. your beanie; it's cold. Uh, yeah, yes. exactly. Trust uh, me, you're going to sh- need a beanie. Yeah, I know from experience. No, no. <laughs> For sure. Okay, we're out of time. All right, love thank you. Um, thank you, thank you. We're going to take a short break. Thank you guys so much. Love you Where so much. Where do they much. go? AbilityLifeSolutions.com. Okay, and check everything that's out there, you guys. I'm sure that there's something that you need there, so get yourself there. And it's a free resource. It's free. What it's are you free. waiting for? Yeah, it's all free. Get yourself there. Okay, I've got a tickle in my throat, but we're going to take a short break. In this next hour, we're doing something we've never done before. I don't know. Did you know that I used to do a, um, a one-woman comedy yes, show? Yes, I saw it. Oh, did you? I Autism saw it. Monologues. Mm-hmm. Well, so we've never shown any of it here on the show ever. And we're uh-huh. going to show a little bit of it here on the show. And the, nice. the woman who directed it is here with me, Therese McLaughlin. So she's one of my oldest friends from college. So, How you know, fun. you've got to have somebody who's willing to come in at 3 o'clock in the morning and do a show with you. That's a good friend. Just like the people who come in and do it at 2. Yeah. We love so, you. We, we love, love you. Well, I yes. love you back. I was about to say, we love you back, too. And I thought, oh, no, I'm just one person. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what You become we was. after midnight. Yes. So. Right. Anyway, so stick with us, you guys. We're going to be right back.
If you found anything helpful in this video, please give us a like. In fact, make sure that you smash that subscribe button on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram for important updates. And please download our free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.